Hi, and thank you for tuning in to the fourth episode of Soft Spoken, a podcast. I am your host, Marfine Chan, and I want to thank you for joining and welcome you, whether this is your fourth time or your third time or your second time or maybe even your first time. All are welcome in this audio space that we'll be creating together for the next 15, 20, 30 minutes or however long I talk. Um... And I think that uh, uh, it, it, it's important to recognize, one, that today is Transgender Day of Remembrance, that uh, it's, it's a day for remembering and reflecting and, and thinking about and, and the lives, transgender lives that have been lost to murder, suicide, or, or, or homicide because of hate, intolerance, discrimination, marginalization, stigmatization of trans folks. And, and so today is all over the country, all over the world, people are gathering together in public squares, in their private homes, and some are reading names of, of transgender folks that have passed away or were murdered. And, and uh, some are, are asking for folks to join and be allies of transgender folks. So I want to recognize that today, this Sunday in, in particular, is a transgender day of remembrance. Not, o- not only in the U.S., but I also believe that it's happening across the world. Another thing that I want to raise in this episode and to cover very, very briefly is that in Colorado Springs, there has been a shooting uh, at an LGBTQ club and that five patrons of that LGBTQ club have been killed and that there were many that el- others that were, were wounded and it's an atrocity that that's happened. It, it's something that doesn't make LGBTQ people feel safe, especially spaces that they should feel safe in. Uh, uh, Nightclubs and bars have long been safe spaces, gathering spaces for the LGBTQ community, dating back to Stonewall, Stonewall, sorry, and to um, many, many decades before that. And so I want to name that, and I think that the, even though these are heavy topics, it's important to hold them in a space, in, in, in sort of a suspension, um, in, in a way that doesn't negatively affect you, affect you um, from a trauma perspective, even though it, it will affect you to some extent, emotionally and mentally and physically and physiologically. But I think that it's something good to practice to be able to hold things in in suspension and to to think about them and to reflect on them and ultimately to get you to a point to to thinking about what can I do? How can I be an ally to the community? And so heavy topics for sure, but in this space, in this moment, I, I also want you to feel safe to think about these things in a way that eventually gets you to a point of of action and uh, to take uh, part of of making the world a better place and doing it in a way 
that fosters relationships and fosters healing. I think there there sometimes can be a lot of activism that can cause harm and 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 traumatize people. So make sure that when you move forward and you want to make a change, do so from a basis of trust and relationship building, community building, and healing. So with that said, it's 31 degrees here in Portland, Maine. Not very warm, but it's classic Maine, classic late November in Maine where the temperatures drop and things get cold and it's frost on your windows when you wake up in the morning. And so I think to help in this episode, to help warm up the airways a little bit and, and warm up the audio, I'm going to turn on a fireplace background track to provide some ambient noise that will help us to set the mood, I guess you can say. And also to sort of hint at what I'm going to be talking about in, in this episode is, is the art of listening. And what do I mean by listening in particular? I think that there are many types and many ways to listen to things. And, but, you know, connected to what I've been talking to you about in the past episodes about work and about noise and about modernity, I think that the art of listening here in the way that I'm talking about, the context that I'm talking about it, is very much tied to nature, to Mother Earth. You know, I've been thinking a lot about as I'm, I'm driving through the countryside and, and I'm walking in the woods and I'm basking in golden hour sunshine and, and, and the glow and the vibrance and the warmth of autumn sunshine that Mother Earth, nature, has a way of providing for us in our times of need. Not only in terms of food and sustenance and growing things and farming and vegetables and fruits and animals, but things in the natural world. If you take the time to listen, are things that provide us what we need to find peace and serenity and calm in the midst of the storms of modern life, of living, of the hustle and bustle of work and making a living. And there are particular things that I want to hit on including the noise of fire you know although some would say it's not you know really natural because humans create fire through a fireplace and whatnot but it you know in the theme of of nature giving um to us what we need for calm for sustenance fire and the campfire the fireplace 
you know, wood comes from Mother Nature and using it sustainably and not overdoing it, it, it provides us warmth, it pr provides us food. But also, if, if you sit there and you just listen, listen to the fire, listen to the crackle and the pop, and you watch the orange flames flicker, and the pieces of wood falling down into the embers, which are glowing, glowing, vibrating almost. You can feel it, the warmth sort of emanating from the fireplace. And if you take the time to listen, you'll find that there's an energy there that is in the midst of, of the fire burning and the carbon being released, you know, the, uh, you know, burning is often the sign of death, but I think death isn't necessarily a bad thing. I think it's associated with bad things, especially in the context of murder and killing, but death, natural death, and decay in the natural world is part of the cycle of birth and rebirth and the cycle of, of nature recycling and feeding new life, new things, new beginnings are coming from the death and decay that we see, especially in autumn when leaves fall and trees fall and settle on the ground. You know, there's a lot of news, a lot of articles that are going around saying, you know, we shouldn't be raking our leaves because the leaves, as they settle on the ground, they form nesting places and, and places for hibernation for bees and for other creatures. And they it war helps keep the, uh, the earth warm. It, the leaves that fall form the blanket for Mother Earth to keep herself warm in the winter. But going back to fire, if you listen to the crackle, to the pop, and you watch, and, and in this case imagine a fire in a fireplace or a campfire or a bonfire, remember those times whether in the summer or in the fall, where you've just sat before a fire and you listen and you watch and the warmth that comes and fills you and the sounds of the fire flickering, sounds of embers stewing at the bottom of the pile of the fireplace and new embers falling into place create more energy, more warmth. And remember that feeling that you get from listening to fire and from watching fire. It's almost like a glowing trance. And that's what I love about Maine.
in the fall or in the summer at night or even in the winter if you're brave, brave enough to go out and, and dig a spot in the snow and, and, and start a fire but whether you're on a sandy beach or you're in your front or backyard or you're out camping the fire sitting around the fire is such a communal thing for humans you know dating back to uh, thousands of years sitting around the fire listening to it watching it cooking on it tending to it putting it out there's a process there even though fire is often associated with death and decay sometimes you need death and decay to breathe new life to feed new beginnings and new possibilities and that's the those are the thoughts i have when i when i when i think about fire and i, and I listen to the, the the crackle of a fireplace or or a bonfire and i remember also hearing that natural fires in maine when you're driving through and you you see pine trees and you see how trees oftentimes have different heights but pine trees you can see when there's a whole group of them that they are the same height and someone once told me someone might have to fact check this but uh, someone once told me that the all the pine trees are the same height because at one point there was a fire that that burned through but that fire was actually important for the growth of new pine trees and pine forests because it helped to um and put more carbon into the ground but also you know in some ways help pine cones to open and release all those different types of things you might have to look into it to get the deeper explanation but uh, i remember that hearing about that and so and and also indigenous indigenous ways of of um inten intentional fires and, and brush burning and, and as a way to maintain forests to make sure that there's not buildup of too much foliage and too much uh, 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 brush and all those types of things that could cause fires. And so there's also that piece of it where indigenous culture in America and all over the world are used to doing controlled fires to help maintain forests and to take care of Mother Earth to give back. So there's so much associated fire that I find interesting and maybe I'll do a little bit more research and do a little bit more of a coherent uh, approach uh, uh, of it. But uh, fire is one of the things that I like to listen to and that I feel uh, uh, provide us with some sort of uh, warmth and calm, especially in the winter months. And you know, an, another thing too, you know, talking about listening to nature, the art of listening to nature is when you're out in nature, it's, it's so easy, it's so much easier, especially when you leave your phone in the car on a hike or on a trail walk to slow down 
and to to just listen to what's going around you and so imagine with me for a second that we were on a trail somewhere in may maybe your favorite trail and on either side there are trees of different kinds oaks birch beech pine trees maple trees and they're all stretching stretching tall and toward the sky and the canopies of these trees cover cover you like a roof a green virulent roof and imagine once more the sounds that you hear when you're out there the wind and the trees it's what people call white noise or background noise or ambient noise in this case green noise because leaves are green And if you think about the theme of Mother Nature giving us what we need to find calm and peace and serenity, the sound of wind through the trees and the leaves and the canopies in the forest, that comes to the forefront as you're you're hiking and, and walking on trails. And revel in that, that Mother Nature just has this this thing that's at your fingertips. That you could drive outside of your town or your city two or three miles even. Or maybe your, your town and city has parks. That Mother Nature just offers this up freely. without really asking anything in return other than that you respect and care for her. And there's just so many things that we do in the the world that deafens us to this and blinds us to these natural opportunities that are out there for us to commune with nature with Mother Earth, with with the land that we are bound to and that we walk. And the air that we breathe. I hope that you're finding this calming and that remembering this and reveling in, in nature, even in your imagination, you can bring back the essence of the, the feeling you get when you're out there listening to the wind and wind in the trees. Or if you're imagining yourself in the middle of a field and you're watching the grass that's grown tall 
midway up your shins and the wind blowing through and carrying and wafting through that tall grass and you look down and you might see a stream and a river bubbling and flowing through pockets of trees and hills, green rolling hills, as if the river or the stream or the brook, whatever you're, you're imagining is playing hide and seek. And as you look further, you, you, you see the trees begin to form and climb and get a little tint of, of blue and, and fogginess and mistiness that comes with distance, that haze as they climb maybe on the horizons of mountains. You might hear birds in the trees, bumblebees buzzing. You might spot some wildlife, even. And in imagining this and recalling that experience that you had in nature, think about the magic of it. How you can commune with your ears and your eyes and your body and, and the breaths that you take the wonder of nature and the magic of it. And remember again that nature and Mother Earth so freely gives to us these gifts. And that we don't have to search far and wide for peace and calm and serenity. All we have to do is step out into nature and to find these little moments of magic and wonder. Another favorite part of nature that I love is rain. You know, rain, rain is associated with, with sadness sometimes and with melancholy and you know, rain can reflect that and rain can be dark and rain can be stormy and, and rain can dampen your mood, but it can also bring you calm, peace and serenity because I get into trouble listening to rain because I, I often like to listen to rain at night and to fall asleep to rain and the pitter patter of of the raindrops on rooftops and pavement and the clanging of, of the dripping of, of water and rain on the gutters, the ping and the pang of it, like it's lightly hitting pots and pans. And for me, there's just a rhythm to rain. Again, white noise or or rain noise 
and his mother nature giving again a small gift that can help us to find peace and calm from the chaos of the world and the and the the, the, the loud clanging of modern life and so remember that the art of listening to nature to mother earth is at your fingertips you could step outside and you could walk and you could listen and it's best to leave your phone behind because you don't want to be distracted while you're trying to get into the zone of communing with nature, but you know, don't forget to get back to your, the roots of being human, which is to dig our hands and our feet into the, the ground, to step outside and to walk beneath the trees and to walk across the fields. To see the rolling hills and the mountains. And even though many of these sounds can be available on your phone, I think that nothing can replace the real thing. So my challenge to you is even though it's getting cold, even though it's getting be a busy time holiday-wise, find that time to go out for a walk. And granted, you know, some people do it with family and friends during Thanksgiving and the holidays, but find alone time to be quiet, to not say a word, to just listen to nature, to accept the gift that is freely given by Mother Earth. And that's my message for you today in this episode. And I hope that listening has helped you find some calm and some peace and some, some way to settle down. Hi, this is Marfine again, and thank you for tuning in to the fourth episode of Soft Spoken. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to leave a review on your podcast platform of choice, please do so on Apple, Spotify, and now on Amazon as well. And as always, feel free to follow me on social media at Marfine Chan and to uh, leave a message on my anchor page. See you next time.